Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, you're listening to a bonus cook-along episode from the Good Food Podcast with Tom Kerridge. Welcome to the BBC Good Food Podcast with Tom Kerridge. This is a bonus cook-along episode. My name is Orlando Murren and I'm a food writer. I host the podcast each week with Tom and recently we were talking about the subject of cakes. Now one of the recipes we talked about was Tom's recipe for sticky banoffee loaf with toffee sauce and at the end of the podcast we even got to taste it. In this bonus cook-along, I'd like to talk you through the recipe now in a bit more detail. You can pause whenever you like, if you want to jot down any notes or ingredients or timings, or you can easily find the recipe online. To do this, go to bbcgoodfood.com and type the name of the recipe into the search bar. That's sticky banoffee loaf with toffee sauce. The search function on the website works really well, so if you can't remember the name exactly, just tap in Tom Kerridge Sticky Banoffee Loaf or something like that and it will ping straight up. You'll also find the link in the podcast description. So let's get cooking. This is a lovely, rich, slightly sticky cake and it can be served with, if you really want to push the boat out, with a lush toffee sauce. And if you really, really, really want to push the boat out further, you can top it with creme fraiche or vanilla ice cream if you'd like to. But the main event is the cake. This takes about 10 minutes to mix together and 50 minutes in the oven. The sauce, if you choose to make it, doesn't take long at all. This serves six as a dessert or tea time treat. I'm going to run you through the ingredients first of all, and then we'll take the method step by step. So here are the ingredients. 100 milliliters of dark rum. Now that's optional. If you don't have dark rum in the house, you can actually use water instead, or perhaps brandy or some other spirit if uh, that takes your fancy. Two teaspoonfuls of bicarbonate of soda. 200 grams of chopped dates. 100 grams of vegetable suet, 250 grams of plain flour, one teaspoonful of vanilla extract, 100 grams of golden caster sugar, 
At BBC Good Food, we always use golden caster sugar because it has a superior flavour. But if you just have regular caster sugar, that will do as well. Two ripe bananas, chopped. And the riper the better. This is absolutely fine, this recipe, if you've got bananas that are going a little bit overripe in your fruit bowl, which can happen to the best of us. Then you'll want creme fraiche or vanilla ice cream if you want to serve that. But really, that is highly optional. And for the toffee sauce, you'll need just three ingredients, and all of them are rather luscious. 150 mils of double cream, 100 grams of dark brown sugar, or you could use muscovado sugar, 75 grams of butter. And when we say butter at Good Food, we always mean normal salted butter, slightly salted butter, um, unless we specify. So that's slightly salted butter. If you only have unsalted butter in the house, you could add unsalted butter and a little pinch of salt, of course, but I didn't need to tell you that. So here's the method. It's a very, very easy cake to make because it's just a, a mix and go, really. So pour the rum and 200 mils of water into a saucepan. If you're not using the rum, just make that 300 mils of water. Bring to the boil, add the bicarbonate of soda, add the dates, then leave to cool, allowing the dates to soak up the boozy liquid. You can do that for half an hour, an hour. You could do it the day before and stick it in the fridge if you wish to. I quite enjoy breaking recipes down into different days and do some, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes the next day. It just suits me better like that. But some people prefer to do things all in one go and then leave the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen the whole time. So it suits me, as I say, to do little steps here and steps there. Anyway, step two. Heat your oven to 180 degrees centigrade, 160 degrees if you have a fan oven, four if you have a gas oven. Pour the dates and the liquid. They won't have soaked up all the liquid, probably. Dates do vary, but there, there will be some liquid there, probably, into a bowl. And then add the suet, flour, vanilla and sugar. And then beat it together with a wooden spoon until completely mixed. This isn't one of those cakes where you have to, you know, add the things all in different stages and there's no curdling, there's no messing around. You just beat it with a wooden spoon. That's one of the beauties of using suet. It's a very convenient form of fat. Beat that till completely mixed, then fold in the chopped banana and then you're going to spoon that into a loaf tin. Now, the loaf tin that you'll need is a 900 gram loaf tin. That doesn't mean that the loaf tin weighs 900 grams. It actually is in theory that it would take 900 grams weight of bread dough because that's how loaf tins are calculated. If you're buying a loaf tin, it's usually called, oddly enough and old-fashionedly enough, a two-pound loaf tin. It's not the little loaf tin. It's the bigger loaf tin that you're likely to have. I hope that helps, but I can't really do more than to say that it's a, known as a 900 gram or two pound loaf tin. And that needs to be lined with baking paper. That's a little bit of a fiddle. No one, I think, actually enjoys lining tins with baking paper. But it, even if you've got a non-stick tin, if you've got a very sticky mixture baking in it, it's worth the trouble. Uh, a little tip is that I find that uh, particularly with a non-stick tin, the, the lining paper, when you cut out these rather sort of rectangles for the bottom and sides, that they don't stick. So if you put a little dab of butter, if you lightly butter the tin, that will help the paper to stick where it's meant to go. I'm sorry, there's no way around this paper business. And you don't, of course, need the 
butter on the outside of the paper as well, because nothing's going to stick. It's just to help keep the paper in place, uh, which is just convenient. Anyway, you're now going to bake that for 40 to 45 minutes until an, a skewer or toothpick inserted into the cake comes out clean. That's important always to test a cake, even when you've got uh, a, an accurate timing. Some recipes give you a very accurate timing, like 47 minutes. You still need to check in some way because ovens do vary. And while we're speaking about varying ovens, I've had many, many ovens in my lifetime and none of them has ever baked evenly. But the oven I have at the moment is catastrophically uneven. And so I always have to turn everything round at half time. So 20 minutes in, I would swivel around the cake tin. Um, otherwise, it would be browner on one side than the other, which is an annoying effect when you've taken the trouble to make something beautiful like this. So when that is baked, leave it to cool on a rack. The normal advice with cakes is to leave them to cool in the tin for 10 minutes because they're quite fragile when they're just baked and then to turn them out of the tin. That isn't essential with this one. It's not going to come in, in to any harm if you leave it in the tin and go shopping or something. But after 10 minutes, you might wish to get it out. It's a perfectly sensible thing to do. Now, you want to make the sauce while the cake is cooling or a, at a later point. Um, this is so easy that I hardly dare tell you it's not really worth a recipe to tell you because step three is that you put the cream, the sugar, the butter, and an extra small pinch of salt into a saucepan. You bring to the boil and you cook it until you have a, a bubbling sauce. And that is your toffee sauce. So for this presentation, it is not a complicated presentation, but it's a, a beautiful kind of contrasting look. You slice the banoffee loaf into thickish slices, put them on a plate, pour over a generous sloop of sauce. How about that? That's a new word we've invented. A, a sluice of sauce? I don't know. A, a whoosh of sauce. And then, just to top it off, a elegant spoonful of creme fraiche or a small scoop of vanilla ice cream. And you really will find that is one of the most delicious things that you've ever eaten. So you might want to make it again a week later so you can have it again. It's a lovely, lovely recipe. And you can hear us slurping with delight when we eat it during the actual podcast, which I hope you will both listen to and enjoy. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at our next podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to this bonus cook-along episode. To find more information, go to bbcgoodfood.com. Bye.